Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. All right, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler, Steelers Blitz, doing what we'd love to do right here on Steelers Nation Radio. Right here in Mr. Rooney's backyard, OTO practice number five, officially wrapped up and finished. And we are joined by starting left guard of your Pittsburgh Steelers, number 69, Kevin Dotson. Talk to me, man. How, how you feeling? You look great, by the way, man. Hey, I feel great, man. I'm man. ready to get it, get it started up, man. Let's go. Now, we know it's hot to us. <laughs> We've been talking about the heat. We've been having wardrobe change and stuff like that. I see you all here long sleeves and everything, man. This heat's not bothering you at all? Not in the least bit? <laughs> Hey, they got some cool breezes out here, man. I don't <laughs> oh know. My God. <laughs> this ain't nothing, man. I just seen people pass out. <laughs> I'm telling you. Man. But talk to us, man. How's this year's OTAs been going for you, man? You know, this is, what, year three now, man? Growing yeah. up fast. Quick. This, yes, this is a, man. I never thought they'd go this fast, man. I ain't going to lie. But the OTAs, man, like, it's always good to start off like this, but it's going to be that good on good that make you better. Yeah. Like, my first year. The thing that made me good was going against Tewitt and Cam mm-hmm. you know, on practice squad. So when I got in, if you're not going on their level, Facts. you easy. I'm like, <laughs> so so that I can't wait to get to that part. Yeah. What did your uh, your off season look like? You've obviously had a couple go rounds at this now, right? Um, entering into your third year, did you do anything different this off season? What did the last last few months look like for you? Definitely had way more rehab stuff mm, okay. than uh, I did my first year, and I got hurt this year, so you know yeah. I had to do more rehab. But I definitely added more recovery to my stuff. They, that's kind of something that you learn when you get yeah. around the old heads. They kind of tell you how they do their stuff. Got to take care of that body, Got man. To, Come on. That's your yeah, money maker. Hey, so I like I used to be like real cheap with it. Like <laughs> I don't want to go here and do this. And like oh, no, I just man. go home and take a nap. Oh, no, 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 no. no <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, that used to be my recovery. Oh, so I'm no. like, nah, I spend so I'll a- just go home and take a nap. Oh, Lord. <laughs> nah, nah, I'll spend some bread on it. I do four or five things during the week, you know. Yeah, so that's awesome. That's no, that's good. I see the maturity, the growth. Yeah, that's growth yeah. right there, man. Yeah, that's growth. growth. Definitely sure. take care of your body, man. Come on. That's how you're going to make the big bucks, baby. I know Without it. a doubt, man. But um, every year when you come into OTAs, we always talk about, man, what is it that you're working on? What is that thing that you've self-evaluated and said, you know what, this part of my game I want to improve upon? What is that for you right now? Mine was just being comfortable at left. Mm. All my whole life and I played right. right guy. Yeah, yeah. So when they threw me at left, I'm like, I could take, I could do it, but yeah. every set was feeling kind of uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. It, they kind of, it's kind of good to not be comfortable because right. you you think about it more. So you think about where your foot should be. Right, more detail oriented with it. And on the right, right, I'm just autopilot. Yeah, going. But when I'm on the left, I have to think. Okay, boom, hands, 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 hands. Like it was way. It was a it was a big change, but now I'm feeling a little more comfortable yeah. with it. So I could take my sets and actually think about what's happening instead of just going. When I was going to say, go a little bit more in depth with that, too, because I know the casual listener, they're like, man, as a guard, their feet aren't even staggered like tackles. It should be easy to go right, left, man. Why is it so difficult playing on one side versus the other? Just talk about that for the listener right Just now, man. being on the right side, your brain is wired different. <laughs> yes. Like, your legit, legit, your muscles are different. Like, when I move to left, 
I started having pains <laughs> because my body was so configured to it. Yeah. Like this right foot was permanent, like almost That's like I had to go to chiropractor yeah. like yeah. to get it, like started helping mm-hmm. it uh, straighten out because once I moved to the left, this started having a lot of pain. Mm. The ankle started having pain because it just wasn't used to that yeah. movement. And like stuff that was I wasn't using was weak. So mm. when I changed, you got to be able to build, start building that stuff up. And that's yeah. a lot of stuff I was doing over there. I definitely like that, yeah, man. I, do. I like yeah. that as well, too. That that makes a lot of sense. Um, new offensive line coach in, in Pat Meyer this year. Has, has How's that process been like? What's it like working with him? Is Has he been key in that, you know, switching from, from right to left side for you oh, as well, too? I, I love working with him, man. He, he's he's very uh, informational. He really, he'll really he really sit down and teach you, really help you yeah. get what he's really talking about. He's not a, a rah-rah yelling mm-hmm. type guy, you know, so he, he's 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 – really trying to get you there yeah. without having to force you there, you know? Mm-hmm. He just wants you to, to understand where he's coming from. Now, I like that, man. And speaking of, man, with this old line, we know you have some new additions as well, man. Um, obviously bringing in James Daniels, uh, Mason Cole as well. Just talk about, man, what this group is looking like now because it's completely revamped from a year ago, man, with, you know, multiple new pieces in terms of the starting five right now. Yeah, I feel it's, it's kind of a good we don't really have any real vets. Mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of, it can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing. But I feel like it's a good thing because we all coming up at the same time. Yeah. And even though they're young, but they have experience. Mm-hmm. So James, he's been in the league four or five years. Yeah. Four or five years. Mm-hmm. So they can still teach, but they still learn at the yeah. same time. And, and that helps us. If we can all come at the same time, that's mm. perfect. No, absolutely, yeah. man. One of the things that, that, you know, the Moats and I get questions about on the show, you know, callers, tweeters, that type of thing. The leadership element of the offense. Mm-hmm. You know, Marquise Pouncey and David DeCastro aren't here anymore. Ben Roethlisberger has retired. As you mentioned, it's a, it's a very young group. Is that something you guys are cognizant of? And, and in your mind, have you seen anybody kind of stepping into that, that leadership-type role for the offense? I think um, James, he's not, he's not like a, a real rah-rah guy, mm-hmm. but he definitely knows what he's talking about. So we, we follow him when we feel like he, he really yeah. knows. When you know it, somebody, somebody knows what he's talking about, you know you that listen, you can absolutely. listen to him. So he'll he'll tell you something that could possibly help you or he see that your feet could be messing up or you mm. you might be going a little too aggressive when you could be setting back a little bit like it he does the little little stuff. Yeah. 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 Once again, man, just had to get my uh I know. Mike. Uh, it's a tradition Coach, now. Coach, Coach Tomlin T come over grief. here since slander my way while I'm talking. I'm trying to yep. conduct the interview. Always go, Dukes. You know, <laughs> just try to be respectful in the middle of this whole situation here. But, yeah, this is what I deal with with the boss, man. You know, yeah. Yeah, rivals right there, man. You know that's how it goes, man. But um, <clears throat> going back to this uh, – to <laughs> going back to this offense, though, man, obviously we know this is Matt Canada taking that next step, right? Year number two being the OC. Just talk about, man, what that has felt like for you guys in terms of could you feel any difference in the communication? Can you feel any difference in the styles of calls this year in comparison to last year? Or even just his comfort level as being the OC now? I think it's, it's one of those things where he just he can kind of run his offense a little more mm. uh, fully the way he wants to. Yeah, You know, kind of last year there was kind of a little bit tailoring to Ben, but you got to. That's 18, yeah, absolutely. 18 absolutely. years you got to do kind of stuff what he's comfortable with. Yeah. So. You know, now he's going to be – he has new quarterbacks. He got everybody. He kind of can run it exactly how he wants to, and, and this is his chance to, like, really prove himself. So yeah. I think I think that's what he, he's looking for this year. Ah, good, good. More – like, with that as well, too, more Matt Canada influence in the offense, you know, with, yeah. with a, a younger, maybe some more mobility than, than Ben had, at, you know, at his age? That's, that's definitely uh, one of the main things is just, like, 
there's more movement. Mm. There's a lot of more confusion, I believe. I would say as a defender, we hate movement on all. <laughs> we like when y'all just line up and, yeah. and play this tough role, man. Like, yo, make it simple like that. Yeah. All that moving back and forth, motion, flipping formations. All formations yeah. going on. Yeah, that, that's, that's right. a nightmare that's to deal right. with. We don't want to deal with that <laughs> stuff, man. Not at all. But um, we know we're going to have new quarterbacks this year, right? Or at least a new quarterback in comparison to who Ben Roethlisberger was because now he's retired. Just talk about, man, your initial uh, impression of those three guys in their competition. Not necessarily saying, hey, man, I think this guy's playing better, but just what you like about each of those guys in your uh, interactions with them. You know, I, I always liked uh, Rudolph. I like him. I, I, we always, like, even when I was in um, practice squad, we yeah. were with him, so I, I know him. Mm. Uh, Mitch, he's been doing good since he's been out here. Everybody, every quarterback back there I feel comfortable with. Good, good. Okay. I was like, I didn't care. Who was back there? Like, I'll I be telling people, I'm like, I don't care if they put Najee at, uh, <laughs> Go straight at Wildcat. Wildcat. Wildcat all year. <laughs> hey, I'm going to block the same for whoever back yeah. there, man. So, I'm I'm happy for with everybody, who anybody who back there. So, I'm, I'm cool with it. Okay. okay. Last one I've got for you. i got to ask about training camp and Latrobe and St. Vincent College, right? Um, this is going to be your first time there. The last two years have been here at Heinz Field. Is there any excitement amongst that or, um, around the team? What, what's the vibe on going back to Latrobe? I feel like for a lot of us, just this is gonna be our first time getting the real experience. Yeah. There's a lot of team, a yeah. lot of people on the team ain't never been to Latrobe, so I think more than half. It's yeah. different, like, man. I've been, a, I've been a Steelers fan my whole life, and I never got to go to Latrobe. Oh so man, I never, yeah. I never got to see this stuff. This so. the rite of passage, baby. Yeah. Yeah. It is. You it get is to be a, a real Steeler, you know, kind of thing. Now, 100, percent man. Well, the last question I have for you uh, is basically going into this season. What are your goals? For you individually, man, as an offensive lineman, man, you're trying to be a Pro Bowler, All Pro. Like, what's what's when you go to sleep at night, what do you say, you know what, this is what I want to accomplish this season? Uh, I definitely have the Pro pro Bowl goal. You know, I've, I've been having that since started. Uh, I told me and my friends. you're definitely talented enough. Yeah. Like, that's never been a question. That's, that's the main thing. I feel like I haven't showed my my true potential. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, people tell, tell you you have good potential. Yeah. I want to be able to prove it to everybody. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, um, and like me and my friends, I got a friend on the Dolphins, uh, Robert Hunt. I, yeah, I think uh -huh. y'all seen mm -hmm. uh one who got the little touchdown yeah. and stuff. Uh, <laughs> he, me and him, like, soon as we got drafted, we made that pack a hey, Hall of Fame. Let's go. Hey, we got to start go. it. You got to start it up sometime. Oh, facts. So, so I think this could be the year. Nah, I like it, man. I yeah. like it. And we definitely hope so as well, man, because all of us are big fans of what you've been able to do since you've been here, and we know you still got a lot more to prove out there, man. Yeah. So, Kevin Dyson, ladies and gentlemen, number 69 in your program, but number one in your hearts. <laughs> Thanks Appreciate for Appreciate you as yeah, always, sure. man. Yes, indeed. All right, so we will be going to break, man. That was Kevin Dyson, man. Definitely always a blast having a chance to talk to him, man, see some of the growth that he's been displaying and showing out here in these practices. So, with that being said, though, time for a – Another guest getting ready to come up here, man. So we're going to go to a break. But when we come back, we will be joined by Steelers Corner, number 29, Levi Wallace. Once again, this is Arthur Motes and Wesley Euler on Steelers Nation Radio. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Arthur Most Wesley Eula here. Continuing this uh, OTA coverage, man, live down here on the south side right here in Mr. Rooney's backyard. And as we told you, man, 
we keep the guests coming. We keep giving you the guests that you want to hear from as well. The new additions, the big names, and more importantly, a former Buffalo Bill. So I had to throw that in there because that's my guilty pleasure right there. But, ladies and gentlemen, Levi Wallace, number 29, cornerback of your Pittsburgh Steelers, is joining us right now. Levi, man, just talk about how have you been adjusting to being in Pittsburgh, man? Yeah, man, I love it. Um, I mean, the people are great, just like Buffalo. You know what you expect up here in north of big football city. Absolutely. You know, and they support – their, their teams here so much. Even the Penguins. I went to a Penguins game not so long ago, <laughs> and that was just lit, man. Yeah. It was it was really exciting. And so it's been good, man. I mean, beautiful weather. I mean, a little bit busier traffic, like I said earlier. But, uh, Those tunnels are nothing to mess with. Tunnels are nothing man. to mess with, man. But other than that, you know, I, it seems like home. It yeah. really does. What what made it feel like home to you or at least attractive to you throughout this process, right, it, throughout free agency? Why why was Pittsburgh the decision? I think for me, I've you know, I, so I played Pittsburgh a couple of times already. And uh, one, just it's the a, defense. Every year, it's the Steelers and the Bills. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who's doing the schedule? Who's doing the schedule? I'm tired of seeing – I was like, I'm tired of seeing Steelers. They're too good. Um, but, yeah, just the defense that the Steelers have always had since I've been playing. Um, and, two, like, like I said, just the – you can just tell the camaraderie in the city and how they just back their teams, um, which is huge. I mean, coming from Buffalo, and you know how they get down up there. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely. Bill's Mafia, and it's crazy, you know what Insane. I mean? Insane. And so I just felt the same vibe here, yeah. and, I've, and I've always been a fan of Pittsburgh. You know, my mom grew up a Pittsburgh fan, and so she's always talking about the Steel Curtain growing Let's up. Let's go. I'm like, Mom, who's the Steel Curtain? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're showing your age. And so, but it's, you know, I, she, she always just – talk so much about it and how yeah. I think my first NFL game was actually going to Pittsburgh game against Arizona oh, wow. for her birthday and so okay. I've always just been a fan of Pittsburgh and, and the culture that's been here no I dig that man that's awesome man so um also talk about how you're adjusting to the expectations now obviously we were in Buffalo man you were surrounded by a lot of talent on that defense we know Trey White was the big name corner but now coming here to Pittsburgh you're that guy you're the person that everyone's looking to to solidify that group how are you handling that I mean, I don't even think about it, honestly. <laughs> I, I'm still out here just trying to learn the playbook and, yeah. and get into my teammates, you know, learn signals, learn the, learn the calls, and just build camaraderie, yeah. honestly. And uh, worry about the football stuff when it comes out in September. Okay. But, you know, this time right now is, like I said in an interview not so long ago, just focus on your eyes and new schemes mm. um, and how I can, how can I make plays in this defense. And that's what's important to me right now. Okay. okay. When you've got the just the talent and the leadership that this defense has on every level too, right, whether it, whether it's Cam, whether it's TJ, whether it's Minka, um, does, that, does that make the transition easier coming to a new organization, new team? For sure. I mean – like you guys know, I've known Miko for a while now, and so he's yeah. You guys, me right go, in. you guys go yeah, way back, yeah, for sure. I mean, even Te, you know, we came out the same year, and I played with his brother out in Buffalo, so we've, yeah, yeah, we've been right, around yeah. each other for a while. And so just just seeing familiar faces and getting to know the the, the, the other guys as well. Um, but then you just see the presence that Cam has and, and TJ, um, and just just how they move and how they work. You know what I mean? It's it's it makes you want to work harder. Yeah. And you got guys just. I mean, we just finished doing backpedals with uh with KJ. And it's just guys are just pushing guys all the time. Even Cam Sutton, just the great leadership mm -hmm. that he is in the corner room, and even Spoon, you know, yeah. he's mm -hmm. year six, and uh, just just the wisdom that he brings to the table. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're all just bouncing notes off of each other, so it's it's been a great great community. No, man, that's awesome to see, man, and it's awesome to see you guys compete against each other as well. In a sense, man, how you guys make plays. Like for me, I enjoy watching that element with you all. But um, something that I also wanted to know with you now that you're here and stuff like that is just in terms of the new scheme here because obviously you're coming from Buffalo. Just talk about some of the challenges that you've had in terms of learning it. 
I mean, are there things that, you know, you're maybe more comfortable with or that you liked a little bit more at other places versus here or vice versa? Yeah, I think that, that goes to every scheme. I yeah. think with me being in Buffalo for four years, I got real used to it, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So things just made sense there. And now you come to a, a whole different scheme, and it's like, okay, let me try to figure out how I can make this defense and how you guys want me to play it. Because at the end of the day, it's it's, it's, still, it's defense, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I'm not just taking my own stuff out there, and, <laughs> you know what I mean? Now messing everything up, you know what I right. mean? I want to fit myself into that system while still being a playmaker in, in that. And so – Defense has come easy to me and naturally learning mm. playbooks. I think it's just now figuring out, okay, when can I jump this route? When can mm. I jump that route? You know what I mean? And, yeah. and building that trust, like, okay, does my safety have my back? Like, right, right. I was with Micah and Poyer for so so long, I just knew they were going to be where yeah. they are going to be at. And those you know are two, I mean, really two good, good plays in their own right, man. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And so, you know, it's, it's just a little different. But, you know, like I said, it's building that camaraderie and trust in, in your teammates and going from there. Now, did they ever communicate to you in terms of some of that stuff, a role for you and say, hey, man, feel free, take chances, jump routes. Has that ever been communicated to you? Or have they ever said, that, hey, man, we want you to be a little bit more buttoned up by the book? No, no. I think here they do a great job of letting players be players. Mm. Um, I think it's more for me personally, like I said, being comfortable in it yeah. to be able to do it. Because like you said, you, in the Buffalo defense, like I knew – with the linebackers and the D-line stunts, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I knew the defense. You knew everything I knew about everything. It, right. Now I'm like, all right, let me go back to, like, I'm a rookie. Yeah. Step one, what do I have to do? You know what I mean? Like, what do I have to do? And then I'll focus on, okay, where are they going to be at? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then just learning the players. You know what I mean? I think the back seven, we played together for four years, so we just had that big camaraderie in the right. back. And now I'm like, okay, what guys am I going to be with on the field out here? And how do they move? And you got Miles Jack, who's new, too, so he's trying Very to fit true. in, too. And so it was just – a little different, you know, just getting used to it. But I think that's why we're out here. I think that's why we all came early to, to get those reps together. Let's go. Tara Lawson, uh been with the Steelers for a few years. First year as defensive coordinator. Sells and working with the secondary. A lot of that getting up the speed stuff and getting on the same. Is, is that easier with a, with a DC like TA? Man, I mean, TA is he's a little bit like Coach Frazier. Um, I mean, mm. the door is always open, easy to talk to, easy to communicate. I mean, he just gave me a nugget right now that I didn't even think about. And I'm like, dang, now that you say that, like, that does happen a lot. You know what I mean? It's like, it, and it's so crazy. Like, I played four years without even thinking about that. Yeah. You know, I've been playing on instincts. And he was like, no, I was like, dang. Like, that's going to be way easier. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's it's a guy who's like Coach Fraser. They've, they've been there and, and seen so much. I mean, you just counting their experience and wisdom in that regard. And so. Uh, you just love having guys like that. Even Coach Coach Brown, who's been here for a couple of years now. I mean, it just trickles down from Coach T all the way down to TA to Coach mm. Brown. Um, it's 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 good camaraderie and it's easy to talk to those guys about defense. No doubt, no doubt. Currently joined by Levi Wallace, cornerback of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, every year during OTAs, we always talk about something that we're trying to focus on to improve upon. And obviously, you being new here, man, just talk a little bit about for yourself, man. At this stage in your career. What is something that you're trying to say, that you're trying to improve upon while you're out here doing these OTA periods? I think for me, now coming to a new team, I know what I'm good at. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so it's just pushing myself and just asking more questions like, okay, how could I play this better? How could I switch this up? You play four years, five years in the league. Right. There's a book on you out there. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. You start going against the same guys <laughs> so they know how you play and I know how they play. So right. it's like, okay, what curveballs can I throw in now that's going to make – a quarterback look for one more second or hold the ball for one more second. Mm. You know what I mean? Switch it up. And so I think that's when I'm out here pushing myself right now. 
um, to try to give Mitch, who's a great quarterback, yeah. different different looks. And and I asked him after practice, like, how did I, how did that yeah. look? Like, what do you think we were in? You know what I mean? Because it helps. It help, we're just trying to help each other get yeah. better. Um, so I think that's one of the big things for me this year, in, in regards to on the field. Yeah. And I forgot, man. Y'all two were actually together just a year ago up in Buffalo, man. Mm-hmm. So obviously mm-hmm. the carryover continues with that as well, man. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's a great guy. I mean, amazing family. And uh, great leader as well. Yeah. And so he's so easy to talk to. It's, it's. I'm so happy. I was one of the reasons why I signed here. Actually, I saw him sign, and I was like, man, Mitch is. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I've seen him when he first got to Buffalo, and just how he grew, um, and just the presence that he is. I mean, Josh was our leader, but Mitch was right, right there behind him. You know what I mean? And he inspired me. And so I said, Mitch, you signing? I'm signing. Let's like, I'm go. Going. I'm going. So <laughs> Let's go. I have full faith in him, and I believe in him and all that he does and all that he brings. I love it. That's good to hear. That's what we like to hear. No, absolutely. Levi man. Wallace with us here on SNR. Um, so, like, with the quarterback, right, quarterback competition, you know, first time in, in 18 years since, since you know, since Ben Roethlisberger was a rookie, one of the things that Moats and I have discussed is it really kind of feels like just competition in general is a theme. Like, you always have that in these settings. Mm-hmm. But from quarterback to offensive line to the D line to how you guys all shake out in the secondary, like, there is truly competition for roles at every level, at mm-hmm. every area of this roster is is that something that that you feel out there, or is it just in these settings? It's always competition, and it's it's always the same business. <laughs> yeah, for me, I think me being undrafted, you know, and a walk on, <laughs> that I just always, I'm, I'm, my mind is just set. It's always competition, you <laughs> right? Know what I mean? right. No matter what, and so I mean, it, it doesn't feel any different for me. It, it's crazy. I was talking to my boy, and just this sport alone, and just sports in general, is like the only time where you're building camaraderie while competing yeah. you know, yeah. for a job. So it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Man. Think about it. It's one of the yeah. most competitive environments. And at the same time, you got guys pushing each other and asking questions, trying to get better. Because you know, like, I'm trying to feed my family. They're trying to feed their family. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you want the best for those guys, whether they play here or they play somewhere else. Because you build those relationships, those connections. We're here more together than we are with our families. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. So these are your brothers. Right. These are your boys. No, so absolutely. It's, it's crazy. Absolutely. Well, the final one I have for you, uh, Levi, is – since we've been out here now, you've, what, five completed practices. Mm-hmm. Just talk about, man, in the DB room, if there's anyone that you've seen that's kind of, like, stood out to you, man, or catching your eye. Man, I, I think we have great players all around yeah. the board, honestly. And it's, it's hard to say. We're, we're in seven-on-seven. Seven. There's right, no pass right. rush. <laughs> quarterbacks are holding on the ball a little bit more. Yeah. And so we, we want to make more plays than we have. But, you know, you have a great group of guys that are just so good and so talented. Yeah. And so I can't wait to see when we get to pads and, and – uh, training camp and just let see guys just compete and explode, you know, because you can just see it's just building. We're all building, building, yeah. building. And so when we go back and train and come back, uh, I know we'll be ready to go for sure. No doubt. Well, we're excited to see it as well, man. We're excited to have you here with us in the Steelers Nation family. <laughs> so once again, man, we appreciate you taking some time to be with us, yeah, man. Thank you. And, no, yeah, man, continue y'all. on, you know, having a great OTA session, man. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for having me. Uh, real quick, uh, on my website, LeviWallace.org, yeah. for my foundation, I'm doing this game day experience. Okay, talk so about we're giving, it. So yeah. we're giving away two tickets and a hotel night for the game opener, for the home opener. Awesome. Let's go. And awesome. so all you got to do is $29. I mean, it goes to my foundation. Let's go. We're giving scholarships back to kids. And, uh, yeah, LevaWallace.org for a chance to win. It, it should be a great time. No, no doubt, man. That is awesome right yeah, there. I'm glad, I like you, that, I'm glad man. you brought Heck that up. Yes, Absolutely. Dude. Impact on and off the yeah, field absolutely. right there. No Ladies and gentlemen, Levi Wallace. Appreciate Definitely you. appreciate you again, man. And keep doing your good. Man, good on and off the field. Yeah, that's no, awesome. seriously. No, that's keep awesome. that up, man. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate yeah, it. Thank no you. No doubt, man. Thank you. Uh, I like it. I like it, man. But, man, he was a fun dude to talk to right there, Absolutely. man. Shout out to Levi Absolutely. Wallace, man. Absolutely. Great Hungry. stuff. 
hungry. You I know, like that. You know, my, my favorite thing is I think a lot of people assume with Levi, you know, Alabama, okay, NFL. Well, yeah, he must have been he, a five-star recruit right. and, you know. Number one draft pick and all that other stuff. But, no. Nah, walk on, undrafted. Mm-hmm. Um, had to get it the hard way. Had to get it the hard way, as, yeah. as you like to say. And, you know, I think there's always something to be said. Um that's a that's a, guys with that type of will and that type of attitude are good yeah. to have around a team and in the locker room. No, without a doubt, man. You want guys like that. I mean, like you said, most people, man, when you tell them, hey, man, you just got paid. You're the guy now. You're the money man. How do you mm-hmm. feel? Mm-hmm. Most people are like, oh, man, I do feel a little bit more pressure. I mean, I, I think about this a bit more. I know expectations. Right, right. Yeah. He's like, no, it doesn't matter to me, man. Like, I still have to be the guy. I still have to prove Walked it. I still have to compete. In college, I was undrafted yeah. coming out. Absolutely. So for me, man, I love that mindset right there. I love that type of just energy and the way that he's attacking this situation yeah. here, yeah. man. I think it's not just going to be beneficial for him, but I think it's going to be really beneficial for that DB room as a whole. When you talk about all those young guys coming up together, as he talked about, Akella Witherspoon is only what, a year older than him in football years. Cam Sutton, same age. Made the, or excuse me, one year younger than him. So mm-hmm. they're all right around that same framework of really coming into their own, growing as professional athletes, but they're getting a chance to do it together, man. So I definitely like that part. Yeah, yeah. No, they, they certainly are, and, and I'm with you on that. It's like there's 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 a renewed sense of energy around this team. I think you can really feel it. You know, it's it was obviously a, a very successful era, um, the Ben Roethlisberger era, you know, yeah. if we if we want to call it that. Um, but there's been a lot of turnover on the offense. There's been a lot of turnover on the defense, both uh, roster-wise and, you know, personnel coaching-wise. There's been turnover in the front office as mm-hmm. well, too. Um, and I, I think that there's, because of all that, there's been a real onus for all these guys to let's get out here, let's put the work in. Yep. You know, a lot of us are, are learning each other for the first time, learning new language for the first time. Let's make sure we're putting in the time so that we don't get to preseason and to training camp and to the regular season and feel like we're rushed or feel like we're behind. I think yeah. that's that attitude, you can feel that, and that, that should that should encourage you, you know, as a fan, certainly. Yeah, without a doubt, man, without a doubt. Yeah. So, yeah, man, we're going to continue to see how this thing progresses, man. But, yo, that, that was good. I like I like his approach to this thing, though, man. I do, too. He's yeah. he, he's well-spoken. And he's, he's done putting the work in. He's, he's a guy that you know is, is going to have significant impact on that secondary this year. It doesn't matter if he's – if he's lining up on the other team's number one every week, if he's on the other side, whatever they ask him to do, um, I, I think Levi Wallace is going to um, prove to be a significant signing. One that you – like. It's, it's not like you got him for pennies, but you also didn't have to splash. You didn't have to break the you bank. Didn't either, have to yeah. break the bank. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's going to be one of those, those very good signings um, that, you know, that you need to, to build a successful roster, a guy who – uh, like you said, you're not breaking the bank for, um, but is going to play a significant role on this defense. I, I think he fits a lot of what you were looking for in the offseason. Yeah, without a doubt, man, without a doubt. Now, I know we got a, probably got a couple you know, minutes or two before yeah. we're going to go to our yeah. last break, yeah. but I do want to reiterate the fact that, hey, we are going to be taking your tweets. We want to get your thoughts, your comments, concerns, your questions. Get them in before we go to this break because when we come back, we will be addressing those things. Ah. And the best way to get those thoughts, those comments, those concerns, into us is through the twitter.com at dubbody52 dubbody and at wesley euler to good hair because we do want to know about you we want to know how you're feeling we want, i mean all, all this stuff that we've been talking about you had a chance to hear from levi wallace kevin dotson i know you got something on your mind so we're gonna find out today yes we are but with that being said we are gonna hit this last break before we finish up the show once again this is arthur Motes and wesley euler on steelers nation radio <laughs> 
Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, final segment of today's episode. The bonus content, the bonus hour that we have given y'all from 10 a.m. to going all the way up to 1 p.m. And you definitely don't want to turn that down when we are finished because, That's of right. course, man, we got The Drive coming up right after us. Matt Williamson, Dale Lolly, man, you definitely don't want to miss that content That's right. It's also. like the, uh, it's like the, um, the Jamaican 4x100 team. Ah, yes, it's, indeed. It's just, you know, just, we're just handing better, off the baton. Better, just handing better, off the baton to star better. after star, you know. This is what we do. All right. You like that one, So huh? you definitely don't want to miss that, man. But, um. Before we went to our last break, we did say that we were going to go and make this show more interactive Mm -hmm. by opening up the Twitter.com and, you know, reading Mm -hmm. what you guys have been talking about. We got, so, whole, we got some questions. We got some winning Wednesdays for you. We got, a, we got a whole bunch it. here to uh, to sink our teeth into. Let's get it. Uh, CC Ryder tweets us and says, uh, great to hear you guys back at the facility. Wondering if there is any objective measure that we could use to discuss Kenny's arm strength compared to, you know, some of the other great quarterbacks around the league, you know, maybe a Brady or a Burrow. Um, is there any way to know, you know, in terms of him being on par in that conversation. So an objective measure of Kenny Pickett's arm strength is what CC Ryder is talking, is asking here. Well, this is difficult to answer based on what we're allowed to say or not say. Yeah. And it's not like you can, it's not like a 40 time. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would have to like talk about what we've been seeing in terms of his arm strength. But when you're talking about the context of comparing him in OTAs, where it's a controlled climate, you don't have a rush or in some of these settings where it's a little bit more drill-focused or just wide receiver versus DB, no yep, linebackers, yep. no safety, and things like that, it's, it, it, it isn't as cut and dry as that. Whereas when you're talking about Brady and some of these other guys, we're comparing their game reps. We're comparing their live-action reps. I just don't think that we are going to have that moment right now. I think when you get to the preseason, we can make a better case for it. Even when they get pads on and it becomes more realistic that, hey, there is a rush that can get to me. I do have to uh, be able to climb the pocket and maneuver through. I do have to account for underneath defenders or potential safeties, cheating, and things like that. So I think when we get a chance to see that part, then we could better answer that. But right now, it's just hard for me, at least, to compare his OTA practices to a guy who's been playing you know, in the NFL and doing it for right. a long time. One right. of the greatest to ever do it. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like, like I said, it's not like we can just point to a measurement or right. a 40 time or, or something like, oh, yeah, like that. Like, he could throw the ball 40 yards. See, boom. Yeah, that, right. that counts. Right. Like, uh, it's not that cut and dry. Got a little bit more That's going to be one of those things. You're, I mean, that's that's going to be one of those things really, too. Until, the, you know, until the pass rushes on and until the bullets are flying yeah. like that. That's and tough your arm to, strength is different in September than it is in December. 100% the case. Absolutely. Uh, Britsburg Owen tweets us. Oh, hey, now. There's only one Britsburg Owen. I like it. He's walking along. He's singing his song. He's tweeting in a Steelers wonderland. Hey, hey, hey. He says in all capitals, I have a question. Well, I got an answer. We got an answer. Hopefully. I might. I Is might the Steelers defense an going to be top five in the NFL this year? Top five, top five, top five. They better be. This team, If this team wants to get to where they want to go, they better be. I'll say this. They have the potential to be. Um, when you talk about having the elite pass rush that the Steelers have, well, hey, that puts you in a great situation. Five straight years leading Absolutely. the league That puts you in a great situation because yeah. it means that quarterbacks aren't going to be able to hold the football. If they can't hold the ball, that means it has to come out fast. And if it has to come out fast, well, now you have to account for potential mistakes, misreads, things along that nature. So that's the first part in terms of why 
this defense could be a top five defense. The second thing that I would say is the top end talent at all three levels, Cam Hayward, TJ Watt, Miles yep. Jack. We talked about Levi Watson and Keller Witherspoon. We know Mika Fitzpatrick in the, uh, at the safety position. When I think of all of those guys at the different levels, at the various levels that they're at, it doesn't mean feel very confident in those guys. Now, do we have question marks? 100% we do. And a couple of the reasons why I could see it not being a top five is, okay, what happens with this D-line situation? Um, the depth behind T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith. Those are some of the things that I could see potentially being a, a, a damper on it. But if everything goes according to plan, according to what the Steels are projecting, and not necessarily saying that every player has to be a Pro Bowl player. We're not saying that Devin Bush has to be a Pro Bowl player this year, but if he is an average player this year or just a good player this year, that makes this defense really, really good. Sure. So it's those type of things that make me feel confident that this defense does have the potential to be one of those type of units, but it's not going to be an easy task to do because I do anticipate them at times, depending on how this offense is not just run, but how consistent they can be. Because we know we're going to run through Najee, but – Running through Najee, we did that at times last year, and the offense wasn't as consistent as we wanted it to be. And in turn, that put the defense out there a lot. Right. My concern is you have a dominant defense, but they play too many snaps because the offense can't sustain drives. That could also be a reason why they statistically they could be impacted by that. Yeah, no, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, let's see here. Steeler Nation 920, Mr. Wisconsin himself. What do you guys think about – oh, gosh, here we go. <laughs> the Najee weight conversation. Is he faster? Is he slower with West, all that I, I added blame muscle West. and weight? I blame Wes. Wes started this whole debacle. Listen. It was Wes' fault. He came over here, looked Wes in his eye, and told Wes how much he weighed Shh. in confidentiality. He said – he says, shh, don't tell anybody, Moats and Wes, but how much you think I weigh? I said 234 because I thought he looked super, super lean. Wes said 244. Because I am one of those guys at Kennywood that guesses your weight and somehow yep. always knows the answer. You say two forty five. I say, "Oh Lord, here you so go here's, now." Here's here's here here as Matt Williamson walks yeah. by and asks me to guess his weight. So here's exactly. I know some people were following this yesterday. Some weren't. Some might be on the fence and confused. Here's exactly what happened. Moats and I were talking about Najee Harris and how he just looked like a physical freak. Which he does. Which he does. And the running backs were doing drills in front of us. Well, which I guess, they were. I guess Najee heard us, and he was laughing, and he came up to our table, mm -hmm. and he said to Moats and I, I want you guys to guess my weight right now. Yeah. And like Moats said 234, right? That was, I was, was that intimidated. The quad was the size of my head and your head together. All right? I was scared. Moats said, Moats said 234, and Najee said, nope, it's more than that. And then he looked at me, and I said, and I said 235, and I said, and I said 244, and he goes, "Hey, how did you know that? That's right. Did you cheat?" And he looked, he said, at, That's our, right on the he looked at our roster here to make sure it was still yeah. his his weight from last year, right? I tweeted that out anecdotally as a joke, like it happened. Mark Cabali picked up on it, of course, as he did. You know, he stepped on our toes there. Uh -huh. A bunch of other national outlets picked up on it Started and credited, credited Cabali, even though it happened wow. here on SNR. Wow, that's It's right, crazy. Dale Lolly, Dale Lolly and Brian Bacco. They were the only that two that, that properly that properly credited us. Kaboom taking uh, credit. Ooh. You know what? I think I think I think Steelers Depot <laughs> gave us credit to, but there was there was just a couple who gave us credit um and it had nothing to do with Najee gaining weight per no, se no it had everything to do with his physical just how physique. good he looked you heard when I described him I said he looked like a G.I. Joe 
When have you ever seen a G.I. Joe that yeah, is out of shape? described as When overweight. have you ever seen a yeah. G.I. Joe that did not look like a physical specimen? Just like he was created in a lab. Yes. That's what we are referring yes. to. Yes. That's what we've been referring to. But we understand that at times context could be taken out at, you know, when, when it's a message getting delivered mm-hmm. on multiple ways mm-hmm. by multiple people. But we are glad that we always get a chance to clarify. So there's the real story for you. All yes. right. But shout out to my homie West, man. He was the one who broke the story. Not anybody else. We were the ones. I was ground level. I saw it take place. The hamstring muscle almost hit me on the way out. I think as we have a real reporter, Dale Lolly, sitting here yes. next to us. I think that's the first story. I think that's the first news I ever broke in my life right there. How about that? Was, that? And it's pretty major, man. Pretty major. Yes. None of us sitting here are worried yeah. about Najee Harris being overweight. Let's yes. make that crystal clear. Yes. Let me say it again slowly. For the people in the back. None of us sitting here are concerned about Najee Harris being overweight. When we talk about how massive he is, we mean that in a good way. Yes. We mean Not that in the Eddie Lacy We way. mean that in the G.I. Yes. Joe kind yes. of way. All right? Absolutely. Um, not in the same vein, obviously, as I'm not trying to make this comparison, but, but, you know, more Derrick Henry vibes is, is what we were going for. Yes. There. Yes. More, 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 more lean and muscular, not like plump and muscular. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, you made a joke earlier about OTA outfits, Arthur Motes. Mm-hmm. Thrash tweets us and says, I like to imagine Arthur Motes is OTA is at OTAs rocking a Hawaiian shirt with a bucket hat and shades. Some kind of purple and gold JMU shoes. Well, you, you're never too far off. I tell you that. I'm always on vacay. I come down here on the south side. I sit with my fancy sunglasses on. I cross my legs like I'm on the beach sipping a margarita, even though it's just Aquafina. But it all tastes the same to me. So, yes, it is a holiday season. It is vacation like when I am down here. No well, Hawaiian shirt, though, unfortunately. <laughs> you know, sticking with, stick with maybe with Najee Harris, too, uh, Walter tweets us and wants to know just point blank period. Are the Steelers going to be a run team this year? Um, I think it's safe to assume that they would like to get back to that. Um, we Not in the classic sense, I think, of what we think a run team. But, but, but no, I think of when uh, yes. James Daniels came on. What did he say? What did Zach Gentry say? They, they said, said that they want to be a run we first. Be a run they want to be more offense. physical. They want to get back to that. Yep, establish themselves yeah. in the trenches. So regardless of if it's the traditional sense of QB under center, running back at the home position, which is directly behind the quarterback, and we're running the ball that way, or if it's in the sense of shotgun, RPO, but we're actually giving the ball. We're handing it off. We're, we're making it more real. I think you can still be physical in all of those veins. I just think that it's a different approach. I think that we're still going to do those things, though, and I do feel like playing through Najee and being a run-first unit is the best approach early on at least until we can figure out what the ceiling is for these quarterbacks when you run the ball you minimize the danger you minimize the exposure for negativity especially whether you're talking young quarterback Kenny Pickett whether you're talking quarterback that's trying to prove it Mason uh, Mason Rudolph or quarterback that has done it before but you still want to see where he can go in terms of Mitch Trubisky running the ball saves all those guys protects all those guys and will help them put their best foot forward going uh as the season progresses as well. Me tweets us. Who? Me. What up, Doe? He says, happy Wednesday to Yens. Three quick hitters, as he always does. Hey, now. Number one, of the following four, who would you say at the moment has the highest ceiling? Pickens, Pickett, Fryermuth, or Najee Harris? Well, I'm stuck between Pickens and Fryermuth. That, that's, that's where I went as well, too. The reason for both is this. Uh, with Pickens, the size is there. The speed is there. The catching ability is there. You watch him, he looks the part. Mm-hmm. You watch him, he flies down the yard. 
He can get up in the he's air. Got I mean, the frame. He, he, yeah. he's, he's got all, this, all the stuff every, you can't coach. He yeah. checks every single box. My biggest thing is I just need to wait to see it happen in stadium. That's my only thing with him. Whereas with Pat, I think Pat is very dynamic in his own right. We've talked about some of the things that have really stood out about him since he's come to Pittsburgh and why we're so excited about him taking that second-year mm-hmm. leap also. But I don't know. I, I'm just stuck because I'm like both of these guys can be dominant. Both of these guys can be that player, that special caliber player in their own right. And I also think they have the longevity. And that's why I didn't say Najee because I just think that the nature of that position is just is very violent, is very damaging to their bodies, and that's why they typically don't last as long. Running backs we're talking about mm-hmm. here. Whereas we know with wide receivers, tight ends, those dudes play 10 years. And with these quarterbacks, both of those guys have skill sets that could potentially make them quarterback friendly. Pat can win in a hurry in the short to intermediate. But there's nothing better than having a guy that could take a top off a of defense and you just say, throw it up. And that's what George Pickens can do as well. Mm-hmm. So that's why I choose those two, man. But what say you? Those were the first two that I initially thought. Like, I – and I guess I should preface. preface. Like, I, I think Najee is along that same vein, but I think we also just view it differently because of the shelf life of running backs. Mm-hmm. Um. Here's what I'll say. Between those two, I'll maybe lean a little bit the other way, and I'll make the case for Fryermuth, and here's why. We've seen we've seen it flash for a year in the NFL. I agree with everything you said about Pickens. I mean, he checks all the boxes. He looks the part. He's got the size and the frame that you can't coach. Um, but it's also, you know, you, you're famous. I think one of the, one of the first things that you – you drilled into into my head when we started doing this show together was crowning guys too early, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I guess you could make some of that our same argument with Fryermuth. I mean, it was, I know, it, right? was, it, was, yeah. it was just one season, but he but he has that season. He though. at least has a season yep. at the at the NFL level that has us all thinking, "Wow, this guy could really be on to something." And we all anticipate that happening with Pickens. But I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards the guy that I've at least seen it happen with already. I definitely like that. That was a good question right there, man. That was a good question. Uh, number two from me. <laughs> yeah, he always likes to toss a goofy one in there. Better take home meal: KFC bucket of chicken or Pizza Hut meat lovers pie. <laughs> oh man, I'm a meat lovers guy. Yeah, give me the meat lovers, man. That that yeah. And the history nostalgia too, man. I used to always love Pizza Hut growing up because I could never get it, and they used to always have the commercials and stuff. It was always dope. You could never? Did they not have that in your in your? No, area? no, 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 no. It, it it was more of a, a pricing element. Yeah. But it tastes good whenever I, I did, you know, taste it. <laughs> whenever see, I was so so lucky enough. See, I'm gonna go. Yeah. I'm gonna go the opposite way. When I was growing up, my mom loved Pizza Hut, mm. so we would go to Pizza Hut all the time. So I've had my share of Pizza Hut in my. It's one of those things that you had it so much as a kid that you just don't really have much of a desire for it now. Yeah. So I'll go with the KFC BOC. Let's go. Bucket Let's of chicken, go. and that's the other thing too. See what I did there? Whenever we wanted chicken, we were uh, we're gonna cook this chicken ourselves. So it wasn't much KFC either, man. But either way, <laughs> I, I, I like I like pizza a little bit more than I like my chicken right now. So I'm going to roll my pepperoni pizza. My, my, my meat lover. Excuse me on that. I like that. Um, okay, last one for me. He went he went goofy with two here. Celebrity death match. Oh, who wins? Urkel or Ross from Friends? I'm going Urkel. 
Yeah, me too. Urkel's a bad dude. And he has split personality, man. Ross is, Any dude that can identify as, is as, as Urkel in one and then Jalil the other one, I'm tired now. You see what he look like? Ross he go, is He soft. go from from goofy to, like, Rico Suave. Yeah. That man like that? You can't trust a man like that? Mm, we got about a, games. We got about another 90 seconds here. Uh, Yenzer oh, Steve. Of time. Yenzer Steve wants to know thoughts on Mateo Durant and uh, hopes that st- still the Steelers will bring in a veteran running back. Um, well, for me, man, I think that Mateo Durant definitely has the long range speed. Um, I think that he's been moving well through some of the drill work and stuff like that. It's just really hard to evaluate him in this setting right now because there aren't like he's not getting as many 11 on 11 type opportunities because the the setup of the practice. That's what OTAs are, though. They're they're very limited in terms of that part It's more. So when you get a chance to see him doing the drill work, doing some of the skill development stuff, that's why I can say that, hey, yeah, he does look good in some portions of it. But I still feel like with that running back group, you're going to need to wait until they get the pads on in Latrobe to really get a better understanding of those guys. I think you are correct, Motsi. That'll do it for the tweets for today. Well, 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 ladies and gents, that means it's about time for us to get up out of here. But you do not want to turn that down because, as we told you earlier, we got live Steeler coverage all the way up till, what, 4 o'clock? But. Right now, when we get off, man, you got three more hours. Matt Williamson, Dale Lolly, The Drive, right here, Steel Nation Radio. Do not touch that down. But you already know where to find us on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers Mm -hmm. Nation Mm -hmm. Radio. There it is. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards.